Welcome back to the Kiss My Past podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about a little bit of everything. Um, mostly football, actually, to be honest with you. But first, um, we still suck at podcasting. Yeah, we still can't figure out a schedule to where it works. We just haven't really been able to figure it out. But, you know, with you know the school season coming back up and everything, you know, really kicking into gear as far as sports go, I think it'll be easier to find a schedule and hammer out some episodes every week like we promised. Yeah, and uh, like you said, with football season coming up, you got basketball coming up as well, and the playoffs for the MLB. So I feel like content will get a little easier to make because we've kind of been in a position where we sit here and try and discuss about stuff to talk about, and there's not a lot. Not a lot. And we can talk about you know little things that don't really matter, but, again, that'll be like a 20-25 minute podcast for you guys, and we don't want to just do put out little episodes like that. Yeah, um... But yeah, man, I mean, we're going to try to kick it in gear here now, but uh, Gabe, how are we doing today? I'm, I'm doing pretty well. I, know, I feel I feel great. I'm ready to, you know, I miss podcasting, ready to get back into the swing of things. I'm ready for sports, so, you know, really get into full gear. How yeah. about you, Skyler? No, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, I've been kind of coming and going every day, so it's been it's been some a lot of work, but, um, you know, I've been to a couple of things here recently, um, and if you guys haven't watched the basketball tournament on ESPN in the summer... It's over, but you have to check it out. It's it's so cool. Uh, I went to a game actually a couple weeks ago, and it was the atmosphere was amazing. But um, yeah, if you guys aren't watching the basketball tournament next year, you got to check it out. It was, it was it's pretty dope. I was say I saw you there. Yeah, I was it, it was ask dope. You about it. Yeah, it was dope. It was uh, Friday beers versus Nasty Natty. Um, I gotta thank my buddy. He got me tickets to it. Uh, me and him went. It was, it was a good time. So. Um, but yeah, we can hop right into the news yeah. part. And um, first, let's talk about uh, college recruiting. It's kind of you know starting to kick off and everything. Um, yeah. So with me, just personally, for the biggest news is like you know for Ohio State and just as for my team, the biggest news so far that since since last episode, in my opinion, has been Aaron Scott committing to uh, Ohio State. Uh, there, you know, there was a lot of. I mean, I didn't really see Oregon as a possibility. Um, you know, the only real threat to the, from him committing to Ohio State was shockingly Michigan. But then again, there's the thought that everybody, all the Ohio State fans knew that his dad was a huge Ohio State fan. There, I don't think there'd be any way that Aaron Scott would have committed to Michigan knowing that fact. No, yeah, that was the biggest thing for me was the, you know, would he go to the team up north? Um, and his recruiting video, or his commitment video, his live stream, I, I was watching, I was kind of scared when he pulled the Michigan bag, but yeah, um, he did get me, so... I joined early, but he didn't, like, commit for another 15 minutes, so I left. And then I didn't get back in time to see him do the whole thing, so I only got to see the clips. No, yeah, I'm glad that he committed, and I'm glad we got Bryce West. You know, this were, you know they've been they were clearing out Ohio on this recruiting trail, which is always good. Even with a guy that's not from Ohio, they got Miles Lockhart, who's – they're all pretty – I mean, if I had to rank the three, um, honestly, Aaron Scott and Bryce are pretty much neck and neck. Miles Lockhart, I think, is just a little bit. He's not as good as those other two guys. Yeah, and another guy they got was Nigel Glover, the freshman that went to Northwestern um, here out of Dayton, Ohio. Um, he was going to be a freshman, incoming freshman, but with all the allegations mm. against the program, um, he decided to enter the transfer portal, and Ohio State ended up getting him on August 1st, which was, you know, good. You know, it's, you know, basically if he is a freshman, so he's going to come in and be. You know, probably won't play this year, but I'm, you know, watching some tape on him. He looks pretty good, and um, he'll be immediately eligible. So I guess if you need him to play at least special teams, he'll be able to. Right, and I think once you know some of these guys graduate, I think he could definitely step into that role, and it could be him and CJ. Uh, Him and CJ Hicks really man the linebacking core. Yeah. Um, some more recruiting news. Um, Dylan Stewart, uh, big Buckeye target. Would actually end up committing to South Carolina on August 1st as well. Um, throughout his recruitment, it looked like it was Ohio State and Ohio State by a mile. And on August 1st, Wilt Fong removed his crystal ball for Ohio State and put it on South Carolina. And later that day, he did end up committing to South Carolina. Um, you know, I'm never going to hate on a guy for You know, I was disappointed that Ohio State couldn't get him. But... Um, uh, he can go to South Carolina right now and probably play. You know, yeah, that's just right. that thing about these guys going to. They want to play now. They don't want to wait a year and just kind of develop. They want to play now and be that next good true freshman to come out of the program. And I'm not dogging on anybody. Like, go 
you know, good, good that experience. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see him. He's he's a great talent. Yeah. Um, another some other news. Speaking of Ohio State, uh, safety from 2025, John T. Gilbert decommitted from Ohio State a little a couple days before. Um, uh, like actually, I think a day before Aaron Scott committed. Yeah, a day before Aaron Scott committed, John T. Gilbert decommitted, which is a, a class below him. Uh, like like you said, no, like there's never no hate. Like no, and I go I, where you want. Yeah, I kind of saw that coming. Um, you know, there's been a lot of smoke with Georgia Tech and South Carolina and the mm-hmm. schools with him and. Um, I hate to sound like a like a dick, but um, I'm Those not trying to. Those don't really compare to Ohio. No, State no, not really. even like that. But like when you commit as a freshman or a sophomore, right. You can almost guarantee they're not coming. Yeah, like you might as well not even take it seriously. Because I mean, you can keep trying to get their recruitment, but um, these teams get too comfortable when a freshman commits. They yeah. need to, it's like you have to keep. It's like a girlfriend. You got to keep impressing her for her to stay. So like it's the same thing with with recruits. You got to keep impressing recruits and keep recruiting them to make them feel wanted. Because if you if they commit and you just stop talking to them, and the, all these other schools are promising them things, they're probably going to go to the other schools and decommit from your program. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, I feel like the transfer portal is, in my opinion, more valued and more, um, what's the word? It has more value. Than, com- than commitments do. Yeah, because you can get a guy that's been in the college. That's that has been a college. that. It, it depends on the the level of tra- of the transfer. If he, it played for a high level program and played and had experience in like you know playoffs and bowl games and he's played he's put up good numbers. That's a really good get to get out of the portal. And then then you take a chance on a guy who didn't get to play but was also a highly touted recruit. So you, you, there's that upside to him that you could work with that and try to unlock that potential from that guy. Yeah, and then another guy that uh, committed to Ohio State we haven't talked about, uh, 2026 receiver Chris Henry Jr. has committed to Ohio State, and that's one of the guys I don't think is not going to decommit. Yeah, he's one of those guys I think is going to stay. Yeah, I think that he, he's wanted to come to Ohio State. Um, I think I thought, I, like, honestly, I thought he was committed to Ohio State before. Yeah, I think Ohio State's been really into his commitment a lot. So, um, some more recruiting news uh, five star safety KJ Bolden. Who a lot of people until about a month ago, it was Ohio State and Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia was gonna win the race, which you know us Buckeye fans kind of you know we well, never really get secondary guys. Like no, so, I think that even was, with Aaron Scott, it's kind of like a shock that we're getting these type of you know secondary guys. Yeah, no, um, yeah, our secondary recruitment has definitely cooled off in the past couple mm-hmm. years, but um, it was Ohio State and Georgia, and you know as an Ohio State fan and a guy that pays attention to recruiting, it was kind of like okay. Georgia won it. Um, let's move on. And surprisingly enough, uh, in the past month before his commitment, Florida State and Auburn really popped off and mm-hmm. went hard at his recruiting. And he ended up shocking the world and ended up committing to Florida State. I mean, all of his crystal balls were still with Georgia until mm-hmm. the day, like they didn't switch. And um, this past Saturday, he you know he announced his commitment to Florida State, which you know. Um, Man, go play out. Florida like, State seems to be the wave now for yeah. these guys trying to change the program back to what it was. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with Florida State. I think Mike Norvell is a great coach. Yeah. Um, I think K.J. Bolden's an amazing player, and I'm excited to see what he mm-hmm. can do. Uh, another guy from Ohio State, I don't think we that we mentioned, it may have slipped my mind, but Justin Scott, five-star D lineman, committed to Ohio State. Um, 6'5", This dude's a monster. Uh, his... His top five, his final five were Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, and Miami. So that's a pretty good top five if you ask me, especially as a D-lineman. Those are the kind of schools that I would want to go to definitely in my top five yeah. if I was a D-lineman. Um, and then some more recently recruiting news. Uh, safety, uh, who was committed to Georgia, Peyton Woodyard, uh, oh flipped his commitment gosh. to yeah. Alabama. Um, a lot of people didn't see that coming. Um Maybe maybe I'm in, like, the back burner, but I didn't see it coming. Um, when I saw it pop up on my feet, I was kind of, you know, shocked, but... Yeah, like, it's just it's just one of those things, like, I like that commits are kind of, like, not... It's, like, not a dead giveaway anymore. Like, no. some of these com- commits are just completely committing to a school that wasn't in their top five or wasn't in their top ten. Because like, you don't want your commitment to just... 
Yeah. You want it to be like a big thing when you do it and yeah. you're on your own thing. So like for these guys, you know, to get their stuff leaked and you know. No, yeah, and that's the thing. I, I mean, I don't hate crystal balls, but I also don't like. I mean, I don't hate them, but I don't like them. Because as a fan, you would kind of want to see. Yeah, like oh, we're gonna get this guy, but I also like. I, I feel bad shocked. for the recruits because you know we're, um, kind of spoiling their whole recruitment process, which, mm-hmm. which sucks for them. So. But yeah, I think that's all. And then actually, another guy, um, another safety, Jalen Hayward, uh, decommitted from Georgia earlier last month and uh, just committed yesterday to go to UCF, which um, he will actually be the highest rated recruit in UCF history. Uh, I don't know if he's from Orlando, but I think I'm almost positive he's around that area. So. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I can. I can double check on that. Uh, another big, like, one of the biggest recruits that we haven't talked about is 2026 quarterback Julian Lewis released his top eight today. Obviously, it's too early to say where he's leaning and for crystal balls to even be in in the question considering he will be going into, I believe, his sophomore Sorry. year. So, again, this is the type of the thing where, like, glad he's taking his time. He's not committing too early. He knows this top eight could last him till the end of next year. He may not put out anything. Yeah, no, I think that's Alabama. You think he'll go to Alabama? Yeah. Ohio State's on this list. Uh, Georgia, USU, Oregon, LSU, FSU, and A&M are all on the list. If I had to guess, his top three will probably be Alabama, Ohio State, and LSU. Just because I can just see it. It makes sense. I don't see him going to Georgia. That's more for a pocket passer type of quarterback, in my opinion. More of a guy who doesn't want to move. Uh, Oregon... I mean, I, it could be Oregon too. That's a good USC. USC. It'll. I. It'll probably be USC. As long as Cliff. If Cliff stays there, I can see him being able to pull in Julian Lewis. Yeah, I so I think it's Alabama. I really do. Um, I mean, plus, and it's too hard to tell. Maybe Saban retires in the next couple of years, but I highly doubt it because evil never, evil never dies. So. <laughs> but that Jalen Hayward is from Orlando. I had to double check myself. <laughs> he is from Orlando. Um, but I think that's pretty much it for recruiting news. Um, I think we can hop into a little bit of the NFL. Yeah, we can talk, definitely start talking about the injury bug that's already starting to hit the NFL early. Yeah, um, from our last podcast, there's been, I know, at least two big injuries. Um, with Jalen Ramsey going down with the torn meniscus, he'll be out until about December, I think is what they said. But Jalen Ramsey also has that dog in him, so yeah. <laughs> it may be a lot. Which sucks, because I, I, I love Jalen Ramsey. I think he's a dog. Um, I hope that he can play, but um, if not, if it's only until December, that's prime football season. If the Dolphins are a couple games back, getting Jalen Ramsey back, you're gonna your defense is obviously going to be pretty good. Yeah. Um, another big injury uh, happened about this. I think it was the exact same day. A day after, the day we released our last podcast, um, Joe Burrow went down with a calf strain. Um, and, you know, I've been talking to, you know, I've been reading a couple things, talking to Bengals fans. Um, I don't know how to feel about this because, you know, there's some people that's all to calf strain. He'll be back in two weeks. But there's also, you know, insiders that say there's several weeks. There's really no timetable. And then you get, like, him walking out on the field today. But, you know, I don't know. I feel like calf strains are one of those injuries that, you know, one day you can feel right 75%. And the next day you try to do something and it's the worst pain right. in the world. It's like one of those things where they have to be super careful with a guy like Joe because it's not like they have a, a proven and ready guy at the, at the two yeah. position. They don't have a guy who's been in the in the league and actually gotten quality time playing and, you know, being in the action. And also you don't want this a strained calf to become a bigger injury and yeah, I mean, for it to linger all season and then um, affect his play. Kind of like the Cam Newton situation where he had hurt his shoulder and tried to go and keep playing through it, and it just pretty much ruined his career, in my opinion. Well, yeah, I mean, and you got to look at it from, like, the Kevin Durant's perspective where he had a calf strain, which he tried to come back early, and he ended up tearing his Achilles in the finals. You know, we, you know and Joe Burrow, you love him or hate him, you know. You don't want to see a guy like Joe no, Burrow No, and he's down. a top-two quarterback. People watch football to watch a Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes. Like, you don't want to yeah. – one of your superstar Their guys. most views are when there's two head-to-head quarterbacks. So you don't want to start set of teams like the Chiefs and the Bengals without their leader or without their quarterback. Because then that kind of – then it's not exciting. You're not going to have two guys, two of the best dueling it out. You're going to have the best and 
the bat, the second best backup. Yeah. Or something like along those lines. Um, injury, another injury, not as big as name. Uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson went down early in training camp. I haven't seen anything. Uh, it was nothing serious. They dodged a bullet. They said, but um, it could definitely be something to look at. Uh, minor injuries. Um, as a Browns fan, um, two guys, two of our defensive linemen, Isaiah Thomas, Alex Wright, two second-year guys who were going to get pretty decent minutes. Um, both went had had knee surgery today or yesterday, so they'll be out. Um, our running back two got hurt hamstring, so we're now in the running back market, which is not not something I want to be in too, but. Um, I think that's pretty much all the bigger injuries. Yeah, they're they're. I mean, I'm sure coming up, there'll be a. Like, it happens every year. As much as we don't want it to happen, there's going to be a couple stars that get injured to start the season. Obviously, Jalen Ramsey being one of the the bigger ones. I mean, I understand Joe Burrow's big news, but again, that's not like, oh wow, he's going to be out till December type. Like he'll he will he'll be ready by week one. Yeah, or at least week two. Yeah, at the at unless the mostly unless he takes Jamar Chase's advice and sits down until week five, but yeah. Well, we, you don't want that. No, I mean, I get why he said it. Yeah. You know, to make sure you're healthy, but I don't see Joe doing that. I mean, I you know, the f- regular season is in a month. Yeah. So, I mean, if he's not ready week one or if he's 75%, I wouldn't send him out there. I'm not saying because I'm a Browns fan. I Go look at his record against the Browns. I'm, it doesn't really matter if he no, plays No, I mean, I respect him. I respect the Bengals. You know, I'm not being biased. But if he's not 100%, don't send him out there because it is a – it is one of those injuries that could linger and linger, and especially if you're, uh, I, I'm, seventy-five percent, I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. No, take a no, go take next, another, and then be a hundred. There's seventeen weeks in the NFL season. Play sixteen or play fifteen. Just make sure you're at ninety-five to a hundred percent. Yeah. Because you don't want to get, you don't want to re-injure yourself and then be out more time. Or yeah, or you know have the chance of re-injuring yourself or going out there at seventy-five percent and costing not you. being you. Yeah, and costing your team a game. Right, and being worse than your backup because you're injured. Yeah. And 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 Joe's the type of guy I feel like he would sit out and let his team like give his chance his team a better chance of winning. Yeah. Than being selfish, going out there and being like, well, I'm pretty much throwing the game. Yeah. So I think he's a good enough player and a good enough teammate to understand that and a, and just a winner. Yeah, no, I, I hope he is week one. I hope he really is because... I think it'll be exciting week one if he's out there. Yeah, because, you know, I, I think, like I said, people watch people watch Bengals games and Chiefs games, Bills, Eagles, to see the Joe Burrows, the Patrick Mahomes, Allens, Hurts, those kind of guys, you know, Chargers to see Herbert. Like, you watch football to watch right. these top, top guys play. Yeah, I just don't think that playing week one is real like is that important to where you yeah I mean if you're percent if you're ninety five or one hundred percent go out there right but if you're not then yeah maybe and you know that's with everybody like if you're a um say someone goes down with a hamstring injury this you know hypothetically like a wide receiver goes down with a hamstring injury mm-hmm. if you're eighty percent dude it's week one you know if you're one hundred percent the next week you're ninety five go after it. Yeah, I, I I agree. Like, like you're saying, like there's no reason to just hurt yourself again, hurt yourself or hurt your team more. Yeah. Like just sit out one week, go through one more week of rehab, make sure you're a hundred percent and that you know you don't have any soreness after, and go out there and compete and and win like you're supposed to as at that type of level of a quarterback. Yeah, definitely. Um, some drama out of the NFL last couple weeks with the Indianapolis Colts. They are a scumbag organization. Like yeah. I see it. I like I do Jim like, Ursay rubs me the complete opposite way than any other NFL owner does besides yeah. Dan Snyder. Yeah, like Well he's not an owner anymore, but like you look back, it's not something new. The Colts made Andrew Luck leave early. Mm-hmm. They told Peyton Manning to kick rocks, first of all. After he won them the Super Bowl, but it's okay. Um he ended up getting another ring, just saying. Yeah. Um, but it happens all the time with, you know, guys went out of Indy, and I really do think it is Jim Irsay. And, you know, if you don't know what happened, I don't remember what Jim Irsay tweeted out. It was something racist. I know that. Was it Was it racist or sexual? No, he said something about the running back market sucking. Or he wasn't going to pay a running no, back. No, I'm talking about a couple of years ago. Like, a couple um, of years ago when he got in trouble. 
I have no idea. Oh, okay. I'm talking strictly... I thought that's what you were talking about. No, I'm talking strictly oh. Jonathan Taylor. Oh, I got you. So, okay. like, a couple weeks ago, he tweets something about how the running back market is down and how you shouldn't pay running like back. Like, lackluster. Yeah, when he has arguably a top five running back on his roster. You can't say that. No. Because now that literally proves to Jonathan Taylor and any other running back that, pay, that plays for you... They ain't you, gonna pay me. You're not. You're not. They're not gonna get paid, and that you don't really care if they're there or not. Yeah. Because so if you did, you'd pay them the money that these guys. Like I, I find it, I'm sure people listening to this have seen on social media to where the average salary of a kicker is higher than an average salary of a running back. Yeah. But then again, people also have to take into account. There's also more running backs in the league than there are kickers. Yeah, and you know, I'm not saying that the running backs should be pay, making, you know... Making more than the quarterbacks or anybody no, like that. but I do think it's the most undervalued position. Just like the linebacker's the most undervalued position on the defense. I do think it should be top top five paid. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Um, But no, yeah, Jim Mercer says this, Jonathan Taylor says something, and then like three days later, I want out. I don't want to be here anymore. Let me go. We ain't trading you. Jim Mercer said, I ain't trading you. Not now, not in October. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said October, but maybe that's around the deadline. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> he said, not now, not then, not later. You're here. Mm-hmm. So that obviously starts a whole big fiasco. <clears throat> but the, the thing is, these NFL players also have the power to just not show up. Yeah. Like, Jim Mercer acted like if Jonathan Taylor doesn't show up, that these fines are really going to... No. Uh, like, that'll just make Jim Mercer look like a giant. And, like, that'll make other players not want to play for him. Yeah, and then you go out and then um, you – Jim Mercer says, oh, we'll put you on the non-football injury list and we won't have to pay you this year because you, you hurt your back on your own. Mm-hmm. And I, Jonathan Taylor – like I said, I don't remember all these tweets like right. from head to toe, but he said something about I never got hurt, I never worked out on my own, yada, yada, yada. And drama is pouring out. In Indianapolis, I want to see what happens. I don't think Jonathan Taylor plays this year. I really don't. I I well, don't want him to. I want because like the thing is, he had that one good year, mm-hmm. and then they just pretty much didn't use him how they were using him when he was putting up the numbers that he was putting up. They used him. They tried to run him between the guards. That's not Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is a between the tackles outside type of guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not suck. discrediting his inside run ability. The Colts just suck. The Colts just suck. Quentin Nelson needs to leave. Anthony Richardson needs to pull an Eli Manning. Like this all needs to just like that whole that doesn't even need to be a franchise at this point. Like yeah. I would not be sure. I would not be surprised if they are the worst team in the league this year. And then Jim Mercer went out and spent like fifty million dollars of his own money to transport an orca whale <laughs> to his home habitat, and you're not gonna pay your running back. Which I'm like, good, like that whale. Good needed. guy, good guy, but that doesn't destroy the fact that you're a shitty owner. <laughs> yeah, you're. <laughs> like great, you saved you saved an orca that somebody else, another rich person, probably would have done. Yeah. And then you can't pay the guys that work for you. I feel like that should be like I'm not like I'm not saying I feel like I'm a terrible person for saying that he should have paid his running back except save an animal's life. But like in all reality, in a football aspect, you should have paid your running back before you decided to say that and then go save an animal's life. Yeah, and then uh, I forgot the biggest part is in an interview he said. This is the National Football League. If I were to die today, no one would remember me or Jonathan Taylor. Being in the NFL is a privilege. People still remember Sean Taylor. Yeah, I alone and and I'm not like I love Sean. Like probably would have been the best, one of the best safeties ever. He played what like three, four years. I'm not. 100%. It was not a lot. Yeah, I know it wasn't. It a was lot. not past. It was not past five. I don't think. Yeah. And people still remember him, and I'm pretty sure he's in the Hall of Fame. I don't think or, he's. or he should be. Yeah. But. People are like, so like that, that comment, there's so many people in the NFL history that totally combat that whole statement. And Jonathan Taylor himself, I feel like people will definitely remember Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, that was. Because not only was he a beast, he's been a beast so far in the NFL, but his college days were even more insane. Yeah, they, the Wisconsin days were crazy. Wisconsin has been blessed with some running backs. They got another one. Monty Ball, uh, 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 Braylon, uh, is that his name? Braylon yeah. something. I can't think of his last wow. or first. He name. wears a Bray 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 Allen. Braylon Allen. Braylon Allen. Monty Ball. Monty. Melvin Gordon. Uh, Carlos. No, no. Carlos was Ohio State. There's another one from the or from Wisconsin. Melvin Gordon, Monte Ball were the two big ones. There's another one. And then you had Jonathan Taylor. There's one more in between all of them. I don't think. I think there's one more. 
I think it went from... Here, there's a top 10 of all time right here. I think it went from Monte Ball, Melvin Gordon, and then Jonathan Taylor. James White's in there. That might have been who I was thinking of. I forgot about James White. P.J. Hill, don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Billy Merrick, no one knows who that yeah. is. <laughs> no, but... Anthony Davis. <laughs> oh, Anthony Davis? <laughs> James, yeah, James White was in there. Speaking of Anthony Davis, I'm sorry, we're hopping off. To, he just got a fat extension with that. Fat 190? Yeah, 178, 198, 88. It's like something around one, there. I know it has an 8 at the end. It's a lot of money for, yeah, I'm like, he's, ugh. Corey Clement. Ah-ha! <laughs> Corey Clement, because he was cracked. He was good. He played, he played at, um, he played for Philly and won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Corey Clement. They had the, the number one all time. He's, he, Clement's not on this list, but Ron Dane. I don't even know who that is. Pretty sure he won a Heisman. If you click on his name, I'm almost positive. Yeah, he won the Heisman, 1999. But Jonathan Taylor is probably the best, in my opinion. Oh, maybe that's what we can do for trivia today. See how many past Heisman winners I can name. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what we'll do, 100%. We'll do a little bit of a grid, and then we'll do that. Trivia at the end. Yeah. Um, But we can move on from the Jonathan Taylors. Um, We can move on from the Jonathan Taylor news. And we can go right into the running back news. So there is quite a bit of running back news. Uh, probably the biggest is Dalvin Cook is still a free agent. He um, went and did a visit with the New York Jets. Everybody kind of thought he was going to sign with them. Um, nothing really happened. He um, kind of just went on his visit and left. And uh, yeah, I can see a lot of that coming from Dalvin. On Honestly, like we were talking before, before, and... I just don't see him landing a deal until like midseason when a team is running back needy. Yeah, no, I see him before the season, but but I don't know because or a team may trade a good running back for another weapon and then just sign him. Mm-hmm. Like it could be one of those you know type of situations. But I don't, I do not see a deal with Dalvin Cook getting done before the season starts. Yeah, I mean, I think he ends up in Buffalo with his brother. To be honest with you, it makes the most sense and. That, that would propel back. that would propel that Buffalo team to we people think their offense is dangerous now once once they get an elite Pro Bowl running back it's over I generally they'll lock that's the team that's coming out of the AFC for the next three years like I'm not if they can keep everybody well is Stephon Diggs there yet or is he still yeah he's still there did he well did he come back I thought yeah, he yeah, was yeah, holding yeah. out no no he came back like literally the next day because like, I think Josh Allen was like pleading yeah it was it was a bunch of BS that, okay I was making sure because I hadn't heard anything about that since then but so yeah so since he's back if they, if they add Dalvin and can sign him to a multi year deal keep Stephon Gabe Davis you can keep he's, Gabe Davis he's replaceable. Is- yeah, Gabe Davis is good for like seven, eight. But touchdowns. he's replaceable. Well, yeah, but but he can also replace somebody else. Like he's like yeah. he's he can be a wide receiver one for somebody. Yeah, no, I I, I think he could be nah. on I mean, a really bad team. Oh yeah, like I mean, like right now he could probably be wide receiver one if DeAndre Hopkins wasn't there. Obviously on the Titans. Oh yeah, we can t- hold on. We're pivoting real quick. We'll, 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 we'll go. We'll talk about DeAndre Hopkins. No, we'll go right back to the running backs in a second. We did talk about DeAndre Hopkins last time, but but I don't think. The people that think the Titans are actually good are the funniest people. I'm sorry. No shot. I'm getting really loud. But Mm -hmm. I think the Titans finish third in their division. That's right. They'll be behind the Texans and the Jaguars. Because I think the Texans are going to win nine games this year. That's Skyler's hot take of the year. Texans win nine games. I don't know. But back to the running back market. (laughs) Um, Another running back on the market is uh, Ezekiel Elliott. I don't think he signs as a starting running back. No, again. he'll be a running back too. He'll, he's as a starter. I do not think he'll be a starter. No, no, he'll be RB two, <coughs> and I want him to come to the Browns so bad. I mean, it's unrealistic. Oh, um, I can see that now that Kareem Hunt's left, but I think Kareem Hunt's probably going to settle in Indianapolis. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, we'll pivot to that. Um, Kareem Hunt went on a visit with the Saints yesterday. We're recording this. What day is it? Wednesday. This ninth. August ninth. He went with a visit to the Saints yesterday, the 8th. Um, there there was news that he was going to sign. And, um, you know, he ended up getting a call from Indianapolis, wanted to schedule a visit, and and I would assume probably more money because... That he, would be my idea. He backed out of the deal with New Orleans, and I can check real quick 
and see if anything's came up with it. But I know he has a visit coming up with the Colts. I don't know if it's today or tomorrow. But it should be soon. Um, running backs, there was, oh, they came up. But no, with Zeke, I know he had a visit with the Patriots. Nothing came up with it. I think a lot of people, you know, Zeke's probably going to be an RB2. It's going to be a team um, that loses a running back either to injury or they cut someone. I just I think Zeke's going to be on the team before the regular season starts. Um, He'll, I, yeah, I think Ezekiel Elliott has a better chance of getting a deal done than Dalvin Cook, definitely. But I think Dalvin Cook, whoever he goes to, will def- obviously have a more important role to the team. Ezekiel Elliott will be, we need a third down and short back. Ezekiel yeah. Elliott's our guy. Or we need a red zone back. We need a goal line guy. We need a guy in the goal line formation who can punch it in, who is a heavier, heavier set guy, power back. Yeah, you, you got Ezekiel Elliott. When you needed someone like him, I could see the Bengals signing him, but I'd already think that's already a, a not a possibility. Yeah, I and thought the already, Eagles were going to sign him early. That one that makes the most sense to me. Now they have Rashad Penny and yeah. DeAndre Swift, and I know this is going to sound biased, but I do think if the, it's the right amount of money, I would not be surprised if the Browns are like, you know, we just drum Ford as a hamstring injury. We don't know how long he's going to be out. You don't really have another running back behind Nick Chubb, and you don't want Nick Chubb to be the. You don't want him getting. You, you don't 40 want him or fifty carries a game because you don't want happening to him what happened to Christian McCaffrey at Carolina, where he or, got burnt out and his body started to give out on yeah. him. No, yeah, but like I'm saying, I don't think I'm not saying oh Zeke's gonna sign with the Browns, but right. I, I mean I could see if it, that that's a realistic possibility. If I Jerome s- Ford is out for eight nine weeks, then yeah, I could really see it. But if he's only out one to th- three or something, then no, I don't see now. Him. If a deal doesn't get done with Zeke and Philadelphia isn't pleased with their running back situation, that is my possibility number one in around, like, week five or six. Yeah, I mean, and as well with, the, like, the Dalvin Cook, I can see the Bills, you know, if James Cook isn't really producing as much, we can bring Zeke in, you know, week two or three, you know, bring in a guy that, you know, I know Zeke's been on a down decline, but he's still arguably one of the best running backs in the league. Now, top I, ten, I'm right? Not not like top five. Right. He's probably top fifteen, ten. Everybody loves the idea of you know Dalvin and James being able to play together, but there's also this side that I that I've been thinking of just like as we've been talking about it. To that maybe they don't want to play together. Maybe Dalvin doesn't want to take. A, his brother's potential starting spot from him yeah. because that's what it will be because Dalvin is better than James. Yeah. And James probably doesn't want Dalvin to come because James knows that Dalvin has a rep in the NFL and will be a, and he is a vet and he's a proven vet and he's a pro bowler. So I mean, he's, he'll a probably get, five, he's a top five back. He's a top five back, so he's going to get that nod. Yeah, definitely. And that, that, that can cause, on you know, inside things that you don't want. Yeah. So that could be another possibility. That could, that could be why that hasn't even been like a and a, a realistic, legitimate thing. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so, pivoting to our next topic, football. We had football last week. It was amazing. Thursday night was the Hall of Fame game. We finally got to see two NFL teams. Yeah, unfortunately, step. I wasn't able to watch it. I, but I was wanting to so bad because I, before anyone says, oh, you just now know DTR, no. I've known DTR since that man was a Top five Heisman candidate. Yeah. The first time before the hurdle. Yeah. Like I love DTR. No, I yeah. I mean, obviously, I watched it as a Browns fan. Mm-hmm. Anytime the Browns are on, I'm watching right, them. So, obviously. Um, no, I watched the whole game. Uh, I was I was pleased. I was ready. I I wanted to see DTR the most just because, you know, he was so explosive at UCLA, and you know it's the preseason. He's not going against number one guys, but I mean, man, he looked good. I'm I'm not saying he's gonna be the starter, obviously. But yeah, both teams looked great in that game. To be completely honest, the Browns looked good on offense. The Jets had their flashes on offense, but who I was most surprised with in the entire game was Chaz Surratt. Or Chaz Surratt. Yeah. I don't want to butcher it from the Jets. He came from North Carolina, great linebacker. And uh, I saw something today that Robert Sala was very pleased, and I guess he quoted, like, um, he effing loves him. 
And he yeah. said that on HBO or on the Hard Knocks. Yeah. And I guess I haven't watched. He Hard he though. he loves that they got him. No. And I I I mean I've watched I've watched a few games of North Carolina in football because yeah. like I like their bat I like them for basketball so I watched them a little bit. Mm-hmm. They they weren't the greatest team but like like Chaz and Drake May and guys like that when they were making plays. Yeah. It, they looked good. And Chaz looked good in that preseason game. Yeah, no, and, I mean, speaking of a guy that, oh, hold on. <laughs> I just got Cream Hunt news. Oh. Cream Hunt's still unsigned. The Colts and Hunt were unable to reach an agreement after today's visit. Ooh. So, is he now looking... Breaking news on the podcast, so first time ever. Is he looking back right now, like, should I have signed with the Saints yesterday? Do you think it's still a possibility? Yeah, I think it is, but you know now if you're in the Saints, like Why they're, they're you, definitely yeah. going down to money because you, if I'm the GM, and you might think I'm a bad GM, but like if you went, in, we had a deal. You said, "Nah, I'm gonna go over to Indianapolis. I think I'm gonna get a better deal there." Deal doesn't get reached. Now I'm gonna go back to New Orleans. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give you the money I was gonna give you yesterday. But okay, so now if I'm if I'm Hunt in this situation, I look at it like this: There's the Colts offering me. Not as much money as I was hoping. Worst squad. Worse or uh, less. If he wanted to win now. Less talented squad. And I haven't won something big in a couple years. I haven't won big in a couple years. Then there's the Saints team who can win their division easily. Who's probably going to Who's win. probably who definitely is splitting a 50-50 with the Panthers at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Falcons are going to be pretty good too, actually. <laughs> But this the Buccaneers suck. Yeah, it's hard to tell with the NFC South every year. Someone else is going to win it every year. <laughs> but then there's the Saints who can make the playoffs. And, okay, Alvin comes back. But if I can prove myself while he's gone, I'll get some splits. I'm a, I'm a good receiver. I'm a good back out of the backfield. If Alvin gets tired, I can get you a third down. Uh-huh. And I just want to be a part of a winning team. Yeah. I'd go to the Saints. Yeah, and then, you know, there's also... You play with a good quarterback. You play with a, a, a probably top ten offensive line, a good defense. I'd go. He should have signed when he was there. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> no, there was another thing of, you know, I know I hate going back on the Browns, but you know, they don't have an RB two at the moment. You know, could we see you know a return of Cream Hunt in Cleveland? But we don't know about that yet. But um, back on the Hall of Fame game. I will say a person that surprised me a lot, and I know a lot of people don't pay attention to the offensive linemen, but Dewan Jones looked really good in the preseason or in the Hall of Fame game, and he's a big dude. Dude, dude. I thought he looked good in scarlet and gray, but his look in that Browns uni, um, that man looks terrifying. I think he was wearing a visor, like a tinted visor. I'm not lying. That reminds me of like JJ Watt with the Texans when he had his like crazy face mask. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. It was crazy. Like he looks huge. He's like is he like six seven? Six eight. Six eight. Like and he's three thirty eight. Nah. Speaking of big dudes, I've been seeing things about this true freshman at TCU. Oh my! Who's like four hundred pounds and is a freaking monster. He's a unit, and he can move his feet. He's yeah, he's he's, uh, he's agile. Yeah, he's big. Um, <coughs> yeah, he is. Uh, he's big, but no, yeah. Um, and you know, speaking on some more NFL news before we get into the kind of the grid mm-hmm. trivia and a couple other topics, um, Yannick Ngakwe on Hall of Fame night ended up signing with the Bears. On a one-year, $10 million deal? Yeah. I thought he was going to go to the Panthers. I'm not going to lie. We needed another guy. But I guess we decided we needed another linebacker, a line, a linebacker more and got Justin Houston. On a good deal with, yeah. with the guy who's averaged like nine and a half sacks for the past like five seasons. or so. He's had like a crazy sack streak. Yeah. I mean, the Eagles signed uh, Miles Jack and... Miles Jack to the Eagles is an underrated signing that no one's talking about, which is going to be very dangerous for that. They could, dude, they have too much defensive weapons. They don't even know what to do with it. Yeah. They also signed... I can't think of the other guy at all. Isn't C.J. Garner-Johnson out for this year? Huh? Didn't we already talk about that? Isn't he out? No, no, no. They, they said he's... We did talk about it. He's. It wasn't as bad as initially thought. 
Mm. But the Eagles... It wasn't like a torn Achilles they were worried about or something like that? Yeah, or ACL, one of the two. I can't remember who they... Um, who else they signed. I can't think of it. It's going to make me mad because I saw it. It was with... Well, Skyler looks for that. I will entertain... Zach Cunningham. I couldn't think of the other guys. Oh, okay. But... Oh. Jay, uh, just a personal, like, made me feel good. Jason Kelsey is a top-rated offensive lineman in Madden, in the new Madden 24. <laughs> that just makes me happy because I love Jason Kelsey. Yeah. Funniest man alive. Speaking of the Eagles, they did release uh, Kelly Greens finally. Those oh. are the best. I can't wait to see Jalen Hurts in the Kelly Greens. Bro, I don't have to say it. I say it every podcast. Jalen Hurts. I am the biggest Jalen Hurts dick writer of all time. <laughs> I have stand, stood by this man for so long, and he is so good. I like. I'm so happy he's good now. I like to play stand by me. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know what's gonna look better than Jalen Jalen Hurts and Kelly Green is gonna be Miles Sanders in that All Black Panthers uni. <laughs> the <laughs> All Black Panthers uni. Booby Miles. That's his name. Booby <laughs> Miles. Yeah, but the All Black Panthers unis, I, even unbiased, I think. I think are top three best unis in the league right now. Yeah, no. Like, I, that's the cleanest look, besides the Bengals all-white. That yeah. That's... I like the, the solid all-white, all-black. I think the Browns all-white are sick, too. The Browns all-white. I'm not getting nasty. my conversation about the white uniforms versus black uniforms, because I'm not... That key, uh-uh. Nope. Yeah, no, no, no. Nope, nope. No. I just, I'm just... I like both very evenly. Yeah. Um, And then, going off of football a little bit before we get into the grid and the trivia... Um, Nate Diaz, Jake Paul, we did give our predictions last time, and guess who was the right guy? Me. I also said he would get the knockout. No, you're wrong. The um, the American gangster Chael Sonnen said Nate Diaz won all ten rounds on Twitter. Look it up. Chael Sonnen, whatever Chael Sonnen says goes. So did he watch the fight? Because I watched the whole fight. And he yeah, did. obviously Chael Sonnen. Nate Diaz Ch- won, Nate Chael Diaz won maybe two rounds. He can, he's telling me that Jake Paul didn't win at least eight. Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen's a blowhole. <laughs> no, it was, it was... No, you know, in all seriousness, Jake Paul 100% won that fight. Was it a split or was it unanimous? Unanimous. Yeah. Unanimous decision. it should have been. He whooped, he whooped Nate Diaz's ass. I thought he was going to knock... I was watching that on my way out from... I've never seen Nate Diaz honestly get beat up worse than that. No. And I, I'm pretty sure... No, so Saturday... But I'm a casual, so. This past Saturday, I was at WWE SummerSlam with my brother. We're watching. He's having a good time doing his thing. I, was, I will say, if you have a family member or someone that's in the WWE, you have to take him. It is some the most entertaining <laughs> stuff when you're just sitting there. It was pretty entertaining. They know how to put on a show. But I was sitting there watching as we were walking out of the arena, and I like had to stop because... That first round, I thought Jake was going to knock... Because he had some big hooks and a couple jabs like knocked the head back. And he was starting to get staggered. And I was like, no yeah, way. Yeah, Jake Paul's the real deal. Yeah, I think um, I think he beat Sami in the rematch. And I know everybody's going to say, oh, he got worse with this fight. He looked worse. I'm not a boxing expert. I'm a casual. Yeah. But when you fight an unorthodox guy like a Nate Diaz, you yeah. can't really... When you fight a Southpaw like Nate Diaz, who's all, who's known for two things, boxing and jiu-jitsu, and he's boxing you, and he's a known guy with his hands who, who's who been known to not hit with full power until he knows you're hurt. Yeah. It, no. It's very hard to... It's already hard to beat a Southpaw fighter. Yeah. A good Southpaw fighter. Like yeah. Nate Diaz, a proven one. Yeah, no, and like I said, he's just unorthodox. You can't really, like, yeah, the technique wasn't 100% there, but, you know, I feel like Jake's hands were faster, the power. And, I mean, when he fights, you know, if, whenever the Tommy Fury rematch is, we can go into that fight in a couple seconds. Tommy Fury, KSI. Um, KSI wins. No, Tommy Fury knocks him out. I just like KSI. I, I hate KSI. Why. And I hate Logan Paul now. I think Logan Paul's a douchebag. I'll say it. I, I don't know why I like KSI. I, th- I like KSI because he shut Logan Paul up because he beat his ass, but I'm, it kind of makes me mad. That, that fight still pissed me off because Logan Paul won that fight if he wouldn't have thrown him to the ground and hit him in the back of the head. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, I mean, I don't like Logan. I like Logan Paul, but I think I watched him Paul some yesterday. I don't like Logan Paul because of what he did to George. Yeah, no, I think, thing. I think Logan Paul is a genuinely like nice guy, but the, I mean, I don't know how many people watch Impulsive, but yesterday they were... 
talking about fights coming up, mm-hmm. and Logan was like, I want Tommy next. And Jake was like, I don't know why you're taking on my fights. And he went on about how Jake's the easier fight, yada, yada. And then um, Jake just kept asking about the, you know, you played two sides. I'm a business partner with KSI, but Jake's my brother, and he never... All this, and Logan was kind of just, like, batting the questions away. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of just, like, degrading Jake, kind of, you know? Yeah, I saw clips of that, but in yeah. all seriousness, if Jake and Logan got into a boxing ring, Jake think, would destroy him. Yeah, I yeah, but back to what I was saying, um, no, I thought Jake clearly won the fight. Um, I was really expecting a knockout, but... It is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. It was an entertaining fight. I generally liked watching it. I don't know if you watched it, but I... No, I didn't watch it, but I was definitely, lit, like, keeping up. Yeah, it was an entertaining fight. Um, But, yeah, we'll go KSI, Tommy Fury, October 14th. Logan Paul, Dylan Dennis. Dylan Dennis pulls out. It's, uh, as much as I hate Logan Paul, I hate Dylan Dennis even more. I hate. I hope Logan Paul beats the fucking <laughs> piss out of Dylan Dennis. Dylan Dennis hasn't fought in, like, I hate Dylan eight Dennis years, so bro. much. But we can go off boxing because I'm a casual. I don't really know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now we can go on NFL Grid. Um, so this is going to be kind of like a team effort at this point. So a rate. So if you don't know what an NFL Grid is, you might have been uh, could be living under mm-hmm. a rock. Um, there's nine squares, teams on the top and like side. All right. Um, Do you want to throw out guesses and I'll type? Or we can. I can just say the team, and we can kind of just discuss. See. Okay. That's all, okay. So Raiders Cardinals. I have one that I know is right. Raiders I Cardinals. Think. Chandler Jones. Well, I just said Carson Palmer. Did Carson Palmer play for the Raiders? Yeah. We want to go with rarity, or do we want to try Carson Palmer? I think like Chandler Jones is more known. Yeah, do Carson Palmer because I don't think a lot of people knew that Carson Palmer played for the Raiders. Because I was in between the Bengals and the Cardinals. Twenty percent. Okay. Oh. Cardinals Chargers. Oh my! Cardinals. Last Chargers. time we did this, the Chargers fucked us because I don't know anything about the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, dude, the, the Chargers gave oh. us a dick. Uh, Cardinals Chargers. Think. I'm trying to. Did Casey Hayward play for the Cardinals? No, Casey Hayward played for the Packers. Um, I'm trying to think. The Chargers. Wait, wait. It's the Chargers and who? Cardinals. Tyron. No. Damn it. <laughs> I'm not Antonio. This is hard. <laughs> Um, is it a receiver? Running back? I have no idea. Running back? No. Quarterback? Quarterback? Um, no. I'm trying to think. I like actually can't think. It seems like a lineman or some shit. Dude, I can't think. Did Donald Penn ever play for the... Call me crazy. I want to say Dwight Freeney played for the Cardinals and Chargers. Yeah, I know he played in. for the Chargers. I, th- I think he, he definitely played. I know he played for the Cardinals. I know he played for the Cardinals. I'm going with it. But Dwight Freeney's like forgotten about how big of a monster that man was. Nine percent. Let's go. All right, Cardinals three passing touchdowns. One Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray can be the passing. only. Has to be the only option. If not, we got to think recent. If it's wrong, we're just going moving on. Okay, Kyler Murray eighty percent, but I think mm-hmm. there's means, no other guy. Okay, Washington. In Oakland. Did, uh... Dion never played for Oakland, did he? Dion Sanders? Yeah. No. He played for the Cowboys, Niners, Falcons, Redskins, Ravens. I don't think he ever played for the Raiders. <sighs> so it's Raiders... It's and Raiders who? Commanders, Redskins, football team, whatever you want to call Receiver? Crabtree? Did Crabtree ever play for the Redskins? No. He didn't? Nope. Is it a running back? I know. I think it's an old running back. Did it, Alfred Morris play for the Raiders? Alfred Morris is who I was thinking. It's an older running back. Is that Alfred Morris? I think is it? either that or it was there was another guy that he split time with who also started being really good with the Redskins at the same time. I don't think. I, I think, think no. I think Alfred Morris played for the Bills and no, the Redskins, and that was it. No, oh, I'm thinking Dallas. He played for Dallas. Try it. No. No, I, I'm almost positive. He went from Washington to Dallas. I'm almost positive. Like, tight end? Tight end. Um, Foster like, the Foster. No, he went to... Uh, I swear he played for both. I'm almost positive he played for the... I can literally see his jersey for the Commanders, 85. Like, I'm looking at it. I, I think you're thinking of Vernon Davis, but... Did, well, he did. He did play for both, didn't he? 
What? Is this for this is Redskins Raiders, right? Yeah. Vernon he, Davis. He played for the Broncos. Red he Sam played for the Raiders. I swear. And 49ers. I swear he played for the, Ra- yeah, the Raiders too. Later, it like, was one of his last teams. I feel like we're missing a very crucial one. No, 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 no. You know who it is? I can't think. Of Hall. First name. D'Angelo. Is that his first name? The, the guy that got broken by DeAndre Hopkins. D'Angelo Hall. I think he played for Bellas. I could be wrong. I think you're right. Did Chan Bailey play for both? No, Chan Bailey never played for the Rangers. Then who's the other guy that I'm thinking of? It's not Chan Bailey. He played. I know he played for. Everybody's played it's a, for. It's him. a corner that played for the Redskins and the Raiders. I know he did. I did Revis play for both? Who? Revis? No, no, no. My son D'Angelo wrong. It's just D and then Angelo. Because he has like the, right. he has the, he has like the apostrophe. I'm looking up his name. We forgot an E. D'Angelo Hall, free safety. Ten percent. Okay, Redskins Chargers. It's a fucking lineman. No, it's a linebacker. I know there's a lineman. I can vividly see it right now. But Kiko Alonso? No. I got offensive lineman. I'm not thinking of, a, not thinking of offensive lineman. I'm thinking of linebackers. The Chargers always kill me. We can go back to it. We can get these other ones out of the way real quick. Three passing touchdowns plus one. Don McNabb for the Redskins. Mm-hmm. Chargers... Call me crazy, but I feel like it'd be like Philip Rivers. Donovan McNabb only fourteen percent guessed him. I feel like Philip Rivers, like three passing touchdowns, one like. Did Fitz ever play for the Chargers? Fitzpatrick, no. I feel like Philip Rivers would be the three passing touchdowns and like a QB sneak for his rushing touchdown or Drew Brees early oh, on. No, the Chargers we need fifty rushing yards plus two hundred passing yards. Drew Brees. Did Drew Brees get 50? Did Justin Herbert get 50 yards once? Oh my gosh, why am I not thinking of Justin? Dude, dude, Justin Herbert, it has to be Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert was Drew Brees, because I know Phillip's old ass ain't running. <laughs> okay, Justin Herbert did it. Yeah. Raiders 50 plus and 200 plus. Terrell Pryor. That is a guess. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that's scaring me is that he threw for 200 yards. Had to have. He did. <laughs> we need, we have two more guests. Uh, we need someone that threw for fifth. Oh wait, Josh Allen. This has to be right. Are the Bills on? Seven percent guess Josh Allen. Okay, let's get so Redskins and the Chargers to get complete the grid. This is our last guess, isn't it? Too. Yeah, we have one more guess, and we're going to Heisman tri- trivia. And that's where I'm going to struggle because. I'm, actually, I feel pretty good, low-key, about this. Dude. Why can't I think about this? This is so hard. What was, like, a fullback? Like, the Knicks guy. Deshaun Nick or Deshaun Knicks. Uh, <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds so dumb. Chargers and Commander. Did Antonio... No, Antonio Gates played for the LA his whole career, yeah. right? Okay. Who's another? Delaney Walker? He played for the Titans. That was it. Oh, it's the Titans, not the Chargers. No, Delaney Walker got traded one year to the Patriots. You think of Johnny Smith? Oh yeah, that guy, the other guy. <laughs> Come on, bro. <coughs> Why? Corner, like corner. St- think corner. Try to think corner. Roby, Bradley Roby, mm-hmm. Nickel Roby. What's what? I think a Roby. A Roby played for both. I can. S- <laughs> it's a lineman. It's gonna kill me. I can't think, and I feel like this is, I feel like this shouldn't be this hard. Like, actually. Um, Chargers and Commanders. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, I cannot think of a single player. Me neither, I like genuinely cannot. 
a kicker. Oh, this is going to kill me. Linebacker that played for the Panthers was Luke Keekley. Also really good. Thomas Davis. Thomas Davis. Oh my god! Oh my god! Thomas Davis Sr. If it if it doesn't take Thomas Davis. It's Thomas Davis Sr. Give me that. Give me that. No way! No way! That's crazy. Alright, let's see who the most uh, Why did I not think of that out of all people? Most guest people. So, for the Raiders Cardinals, it was Chandler Jones. And then the Raiders, Chargers, Antonio Cromartie, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Jackson for the Raiders and Redskins. How do we not think of that? <laughs> Dustin Hopkins kicker. was the kicker. Mm. And then Kirk Cousins was the quarterback everybody guessed. Oh. Uh, for what? For the Redskins, three plus passing and one rushing. Oh. Uh, Derek Carr was the 50 rushing, uh, 200 passing. Herbert was the um, Chargers one. And then people guess Lamar for the three touchdowns pass, one rushing, and then 50 rushing and 200 passing. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, Heisman the hardest, time, maybe. The hardest square was the Commanders Chargers. Because that's the two most random teams that you just name. Five percent of people guess Thomas Davis. That's insane. All right. Um. Do you want the? Yeah, I'll just look it up on there. Okay. And then. It's gonna get interesting because there's a couple ones that were like you're like oh he didn't win Heisman. <laughs> I feel confident in the like first. What year are we going to? We can do. We can do two thousand to now. Okay, we'll go backwards. We'll yeah. start, because I want to feel like I know something, because I can probably name off. Oh, i got to go all the way down. Okay. Awesome. Quite a bit. All right. You ready? So, from this past year is Caleb Williams. 2022, Caleb Williams. 2021. Bryce Young. 2020. Devon Smith. 2019. Dude. Come on. Is it Kyler? No, Kyler was the year before. Dude, no, yeah, Kyler was the year before. Dude, this was the this was the best college football year oh, I've ever so been a part of. Oh, so freaking This is the best college football year I've ever been. Kyler a part Murray, of. Baker Mayfield. Yep. And then what year am I on? Twenty sixteen. Lamar. Yep. Twenty fifteen. I didn't even know. Derek Henry. Yeah, I didn't even know Derek won Heisman. Twenty fourteen. Was that Mariota? Mm-hmm. Twenty thirteen. That wasn't Johnny. Back to back. Back to not the back winners, but back to back. Like that's all I'm gonna say. They're not. It's not the same. Oh, person. James Winston. Yeah. 2012. That was Johnny. Yep. 2011. Ooh. Stu's. Quarterback. Yep. S- school. No, don't give me a school. Give me conference. Big Twelve. Big Twelve. What the hell? Oh, it's an Oklahoma quarterback, isn't it? No. I think they're Big 12. Yeah, they're Big 12. I know they're Big 12. I'm not what team is it? Because I'm not going to... Baylor. Oh, fuck. It's Archer 3. <laughs> 2010. 2010. That's not Bradford. 2010. Should I know this guy? Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. This is a pretty good year. One of the best, people may say, by a quarterback. In 2010. Was he the first overall pick? Yep. Who the hell was the first overall pick? Can I get conference again? SEC. SEC? He was the first overall pick. Yeah, he won the Heisman and was the first overall pick. I feel like such a casual. You're going to be a casual, especially not knowing this. Oh. Especially if you know the one before this. You got Georgia. That's not Matthew Stafford. You got Alabama. I don't even know who... It's not... Is it an Alabama quarterback? Wait, is it Tim Tebow? It's not Tim Tebow. <laughs> not even close. I'm just... You said SEC and it threw me off. Well, I mean, they're in the SEC. Oh, it's Cam Newton. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Jeez. 2009. Is that Bradford? No. Damn it. I know Bradford's coming up. SEC again. SEC again? <laughs> Another quarterback? No. Running back? Yeah. 
Marking him. Yep. 2008. <laughs> <Let me see. laughs> Sam Bradford. I knew Sam Bradford. I just couldn't remember what year. Uh, 2007. 2007. Conference? SEC. Position. Quarterback. Tim Tebow. Yes! Yeah. Troy Smith. Don't you have to. 2006. Yep. 2004. 2005 is just not there. No, that's Reggie Bush, but it got taken away. Yeah, 2004. Conference. Do you know? Don't tell me. Let me think. Pac-12. No. They they, they would have been Pac-12, I think. Wait, is that Liner? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure they're Pac-12, right? Yeah, okay, they're coming to Big Ten sure. next year. Yeah. Uh, 2003. <laughs> I don't even know who this dude is. If you don't know who this dude is. It's, it's from Jason White. I've never heard of her. All right, 2002. Have I heard of this person? Yeah. We just were talking about him. He was in our grid. Pac-12, quarterback. Carson Palmer. Yep. Uh, 2001, quarterback, Big Ten. Played for the Browns, I think. No, that was Tim Couch, never mind. Quarterback, what Big Ten school? Nebraska. Oh, fuck. I think he's, I think this dude's, I think this guy was black. Don't, don't quote me on that, but I think he was black. Yeah, it really helps me. Eric Crouch. Oh, I never... I, I think he was, but I, I, that might have been the 1999 quarterback. Okay. I'm not sure. 2000? I'm not 100% sure. Uh, yeah, 2000. Uh, what school? ACC, Florida State. Oh, Andre Ward. No. What? Chris Wink. E. Chris... No. Damn it! I feel like the 90s would be easy. You want to do the 90s? Yeah. That might be easy. You want to go from 90, 1990, 1990 down. Okay, this guy, BYU... This is 99. 90. 90? This is 1990. Do I know him? I don't. Then I won't know. Ty Detmer. Oh, damn it. <laughs> 1991. Is it Desmond? Fuck you, Desmond. <laughs> give give Reggie his Heisman back and take it away from Desmond <laughs> just because he's a bitch. <laughs> uh, I don't know this guy, but he's a quarterback from Miami, Florida. 1992. Like an Italian name. I have no idea. Gino Torta- Torretta. I've never Yeah, heard Gino Torretta. I mean, I've heard of him. I've never... 1993, Florida State. Andre Ward. No. Charlie. Charlie Ward. Oh, wait. Andre Ward went to Houston. <laughs> 1994, Pac-12. Pac-12? Running back. Colorado. Oh, shit. He's like known too, isn't he? He's decent. I don't know him. I could buy him a casual when it comes to this kind of stuff, so. Damn it! I've like struck out on all the 90s. Hey, what's his name? Rashawn Salon. Never heard of him. Yeah, okay. 1995. Is that Nate George? Yeah. 1996. I thought he went back to back, or am I tripping? Archie Griffin. Archie Griffin went back to back. 96, who was the team? Florida, quarterback. Ugh. You're not gonna know him. Just Danny, no, ninety-seven. Ninety-seven pisses me off because I think it's the one I'm thinking of. Pete Manning should have won it that year, but they gave it to that bum-ass Charles Woodson. Correct. Charles Woodson's not bad. I'm just saying Pete Manning should have won. Pete Manning's better. <laughs> don't they have be like? Don't they have like funny beef over like they like joke about it? Yeah. Because everyone, I think, didn't they like tie, they weren't they like supposed to tie or something like No, everybody like, like, all the national media thought Peyton Manning was going to win it, and mm. then Charles Woodson ended up winning it. It was just like the whole Johnny Manziel, everybody thought they weren't going to give it to a freshman. Mm. Uh, okay, then we have, I've almost said his name, 1998 running back, Texas. Smokes a lot of weed. Oh, Ricky Williams. <laughs> uh, 1999, I don't know who this dude is, Big Ten running back. What team? Wisconsin. Oh, fuck. We were just talking about him when he won the Heisman. That's one of the best. Yeah, uh, Ron yeah. Dane. Yeah, Ron Dane. Yep. That's it. All right. That's the whole list. Man, that was that was rough. That was a rough list. I'm oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, I think that does it. Yeah, I um, think that wraps it up. We're about... We're at an hour. Um... 
We appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, this this was a pretty good pod. This was a good pod. This was a good pod. Uh, make sure you're checking in on social media. We're going to start to post there. A lot more. We've kind of been inactive on everything. Yeah, but that's where we're going to start posting our like our schedules for each week. Yeah. We'll give you literally a week rundown of what we're going to be trying to do. We'll tell you when we're recording, when we're planning on releasing an episode. Yeah, and there might be some days throughout the week. Like, we might dedicate, like, Tuesdays to NFL predictions and NFL, like, interval, ugh, like weekend reviews in the NFL, like, past games and predictions for the mm-hmm. next. But we will um, just stay uh, just stay on our social medias. We'll hopefully be able to put a lot of stuff of that out. Yeah, me and Scott are going to get together and just really hammer out the schedules, just get preparing our schedule for the fall. Yeah. And once, you know, sports are in swing. Um, I'd venture to, to say... To lean towards one episode a week, one episode on the weekend, probably. Probably like a Wednesday, Sunday type of thing, maybe. Yeah. But um, don't forget to um, like and follow on Spotify and Apple. Go check out the Instagram and the TikTok, uh, as well as Twitter. Don't forget to tell your mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, dogs, everything to follow. Your grandma's, cat's, cousin's, mom's, dad's, pizza brother's, driver. pizza delivery driver, milkman's wife about the podcast. But, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for us. Thank you guys for watching. We are out of here.